We are recording, and we are back, and this is going to be the first um, episode on YouTube. Yeah, baby. So, Bourbon and Blunts on YouTube, hello. Hello, everybody. I'm Jimmy the J. And I'm Slang. Slang. The one. The only. Digital Slang, son. Check out my other channel, Digital Slang. That's right. Pretty good uh, Pretty good YouTube channel, uh, especially if you're interested in tech. Go check it out, for sure. Uh, yeah, so this setup that you see, though, right now is not going to be the final setup. We kind of just threw this together to get a video up. Yeah. So it might be a little bit, uh, you might see some things. Twe- are, tweaks over time. Well, you're going to see some tweaks over time. Yeah. Some twerks or some tweaks? Tweaks. Well, either one. I might twerk on, on camera. I would love to see that. I did say today, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, your ass is getting real tight. He did. He, we were hanging this, this thing up <laughs> behind us, and he said, yes, your ass is looking tight. Oh, and then he continued to tell me about... Um, the proudest moment in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very proud moment. Not a very proud moment. You want to tell everybody about that? So, um, early on in my academic career, I was, uh, was in nursing and, um, it was, I was in nursing one semester and, uh, it's all it took to, for, is this why it was only one semester? Um, this is part of the reason why. Okay. So it only took me one semester to realize that, yep, nursing is definitely not for me. And one of the moments that I had, I was uh, I was designated to go bathe this gentleman, and I, I was in a rehab center for elderly patients. So you can imagine the the things that you would have to do. So designated to go bathe this person. Now <clears throat> it was just me and this other other uh, you know one of my peers, and I'm in there and a citizen, uh, a fellow citizen, a, a fellow citizen of mine. That's right. And uh, and you know he's like okay. He's like, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to bathe him. I'm going to, like, roll him over and hold him. All right, so now this guy is completely cognitively with it. He just had, he had, um, one of the things, he had uh, heart failure. I mean, his legs were like freaking balloons. So <laughs> it's like, all right, you got you to, gotta, you know, bathe him. I'm like, okay. So they get, the nurse freaking gives me this sponge in a bucket. So you're, spo- you're giving a, a guy a sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> so they freaking, he, he opens up his blanket. Now he's fucking completely he was already naked he was ready for you naked. he was I'm ready like, for you That's i'm right. like shit i'm sitting there looking at this fucking thing and it's like <laughs> it's piece it, of meat it's like it's a piece of it, meat it is hanging oh my goodness and there's there's like some schmegma coming out of it <laughs> schmegma <laughs> and i'm sitting there contemplating i'm like this job is not for me this i can't imagine doing this every day so i like, like the thing was going to bite me. I freaking I took two fingers and I picked it up. And I, I took the rag and I'm, I'm like wiping it. And I'm like, man, this is the first time. I <laughs> Why ever did you start it. there though? Because that's what I was supposed to do. Oh, you like a sponge bath is just that area. They, they wanted me to do his, his bottom half, not the rest of them. To my knowledge, no. Because also, unfortunately, the man. I felt so bad for this guy. He he shit himself while you were doing it. No, prior to us doing this, <laughs> that would have been awesome. So one of the things I told the other dude I was with, I was like, "Listen, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll him over, and you're gonna oh, clean his you had, ass." So the shit was still there when you guys yeah, were giving him so the bath. That's that's part of the reason why I had to give him bath. So, dude, I freaking I grab this guy, I roll him over, and I look, and it looked like pea soup everywhere. Oh, and, oh, and it the green. Oh, it stunk so bad. I was. It's hot. Uh, oh, it was not hot. <laughs> and after that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. I did cry one day when I was uh, 
when I, I mean, was there. you are sensitive. So I am a sensitive. What'd you cry about? So I was supposed to again fucking bathing people. So me and this me and this girl go in there to bathe this guy, and uh, he had I guess such a severe brain aneurysm that they removed. I don't know the whole process or whatnot, but they basically removed part of his brain. Uh, and w- in which case, like part of his skull was missing. Yeah. So he had that like indentation. Yes. Yeah. And he was such a fall risk that he had to wear a helmet. Now we were told to put a helmet on him the whole time. <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but we had to wear. A helmet. I'm just picturing. And a I helmet, felt. Yeah. I mean, like this guy was. No, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, his his bed was literally on the floor. It was a pad because they didn't want him to fall they off. They didn't the want bed. him to fall. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, I I freaking forgot to put his helmet on, and. uh Oh, it, How yeah. do you forget to put his helmet because, on? I don't know. Just Did you get scolded? Oh, yeah, I got scolded. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they freaking lambasted me. La- lambasted? Lambasted. They is freaking it, is that a know. word? That is a real word. Lambasted. Lambasted me. You guys check and that? And I, I don't blame them. Please I'll, drop some comments and let me know <laughs> if lambasted is a word. Lambasted is a word. Look he likes up. to use big words, by the way. Well, I'm a lot more intelligent than you. And he keeps saying that. Um... So Maybe book smart, but not street smart. Well, you did grow up in the ghetto. I did, so... The uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was another moment where I'm like, "Fuck, I could have, I could have killed somebody." Yeah. So real nice. So you cried about that after you were. So did you cry while you were being scolded because no, no, you're no, a no, pussy? No. no. Or did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. Or you went home and cried later. I went home and cried. Did later. you tell your princess and you cried with her? Nah, I wasn't with my princess. Did at she the hold time. you? No, I was. I think I was a single guy at the time. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I realized it's one of the couple of moments I realized nursing. No, I wouldn't want to do that either. Not that would definitely me. change my opinion. For sure. It takes a very special person to be Well, dead. a caring person. Oh, I'm, I'm a very caring person. Obviously I, not. I wasn't. Now, you didn't put the guy's helmet on, and you thought the dragon was going to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> what was I? What would you do? How would you hold I'm it? I'm going in. Go all uh, in, you, bro. You I'm go, you grabbing that shit. Yes, you. I'm, stroking it. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> Get some schmegma out. Oh, oh, it was. It was like oh, there was uh, like this stuff discharging. That's yeah. Well, I mean, look. Hey, it is what. At it some is. point, we're all going to go through that. Yeah, there's no doubt. And look, I'm not knocking a guy. I'm just saying my yeah. experience was not. A, I, I'm uh, sure a he didn't want you there. Oh, he definitely didn't want me there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, anyways, it's tough, man. It's but tough. Uh, all jokes aside, that's sad. Yeah, it really yeah. was sad. So, anyways, yeah, that was my nursing experience, and that's why. I, uh, Decided to uh, leave the profession after one semester. And now you are a teacher mm-hmm. teaching our youth of today yeah. how to be uh, better men and women. Better men and women. Yeah, that's the goal. Anyways. That is the goal. So what do you want to talk about today, buddy? Let's talk about, that's a good question. Let's talk about life. Okay. And money. and. That's you know it's interesting you bring that up because uh, I was just away this past week my princess and I and uh, we were in upstate New York. Hello, we were, princess. That's right. I'm, I, I keep wanting to bring her on. She'll come on one day. Hey, why hasn't she come on yet? She's like because we don't have a million uh, followers yet. If she's waiting for that, <laughs> she's gonna be waiting. A <laughs> she's while. been waiting a long time. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we were up um, in New York. We were near Woodstock, and uh, we brought our camper went camping. Had a nice few days, and it's so interesting. Every time that I'm away, I always feel like there's this reset that happens, and I start really reflecting upon life. And one of the th- recurring themes that keeps coming up in my brain is that why do I spend so much of the most precious resource that I have, which is time of life, 
and trade that constantly to to make money. You're talking about the cycle. The cycle, man. Yeah. And and I understand like everybody's like, oh, because you gotta make money, you gotta do this. I, I understand if you're gonna live in this type of culture and society, you need to make paper. I get it. However, it's what's sad is the constant pursuit and how in a lot of ways I've made my life surrounded surrounding making making money. And what's interesting, just to, not to cut you off for a second, just this last thought, it's interesting that I've done all these things between working multiple jobs, businesses, to create extra money mm-hmm. in the hopes that I can basically build something up so I can get my time back. Here's the problem with that. The, the thing that we need in this life to create freedom is consumable. Right, right. Money is consumable. We we fucking run through it, and so we need a hell of a lot of it. Yeah, to create that freedom that you're looking for, like that we all should be looking for, because the the system is set up so we always need it. Yeah, unless you want to go live in a tent in the woods and which and, I, which I did and live off the grid, which is fine. But at some point, you're still going to need money. Yeah, if you're gonna have. Right, we have a society, and this society and this culture relies on a particular resource, and what you do is you trade that resource for goods and services and things. Yeah. Whereas when we used to, let's just say we're living 10, you know, plus thousand years ago, 50,000 years ago, you traded your time to actually go and acquire resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then I would argue, just based off of a lot of anthropolo- uh, anthropological studies that I've, I've read, most hunter-gatherer tribes that are um, studied today spend about four hours of their day gathering resources. Um, whereas you and I, me especially, might You're work... Spending eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. Twelve hours a day. Right. Like, making paper. Just trying to make money. And then trading that paper for goods and right. services. Right, so we're trading right? our time for the paper and then trading the paper for the goods. Right, but now yeah. the the bad part is... We live in a very different time compared to when our parents were living. See, when I was growing up, college was, you know, hammered into my brain, which I'm glad I went to school. However, college, and we've talked a lot about this on the podcast, but college does not equate to success in life. No, it's not needed. It's not necessarily needed, but my point is... But the world teaches you... Or they they put it into your head that you should do it. Right. But it's just another way of control. Now, I'm not saying college is bad. No, it's not bad. But it's another way that they can keep you in debt. Right. And control you and make you part of the system. Yeah. There's part of that. But the other thing what I was kind of going with that is like, I guess going back to our parents, there was a time in our country's history where you could survive off of one individual of the household one, one income one, one income yeah you could buy a house two cars live off one income and save money right the idea of the american dream and them days are over it's done it's over it's done yeah. right and so then you you sit back for for people that maybe you know don't follow finances or politics or whatnot you sit back and you wonder like well why is it why is that dream kind of over well it's because things are so expensive and it's like well okay well why are things so expensive it's like partly because we have all this inflation that's going on. So here's a perfect example. 
I got a three and a half percent pay raise. But really, I think inflation went up to like nine or ten percent. So let's just say it was like nine percent. So you're losing money. I, I lost money yeah. this year. I'm not yeah. making more money. Yeah. Right. I'm actually taking a pay. We'll cut. never our our pay increase will never match inflation. At this point, no. So companies can't afford it. They can't afford it. Right, you're and you're a business owner. Yeah. You have employees. Yeah. How like how are you? How do you navigate that? It's look. I'm. We've talked about this a lot. Like I've been so close to the red for the longest time, right? Because of COVID and now inflation. Like my business is like I've told you and other people. Like I'm considering doing DoorDash in my private time. Yeah. Because I'm I'm almost at a point where I can still pay my employees, but I might stop paying myself. And it wasn't always like that. Uh, you know, hell, shit. When I first met you pre-COVID, it wasn't like that. No, you were, slang- you were crushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm getting busy again, which is good. But you know, it's all you know. I have to wait for that money. Yeah, it's thirty day terms. But it's busy now, and if it stays like this, I'm fine. Right. But with inflation and with what COVID did, like I was, like seven days from going out of business. Right. Like literally, like one week from yeah. going out of business. And you know, your employees want to have a living wage like well, they want to and that's, that's why i would stop paying myself first right like i would find a way I w- i'll always find a way right like i would find a way to make money but my you know the whole you know going back to the whole point with every like i just as america as a whole you know you have business owners that are struggling to pay employees you know they can't even afford to keep up like because you want to play your employees this way they can keep up with maybe some type of yeah. quality of life and living but inflation goes up, and this is just one metric no i can't afford to keep i can't afford to give them a pay raise to match inflation right it's not possible you're going out of business they'd be they'd make more money than i am right you're right and then you're gonna you're, you're done yeah i'll be sleeping on your couch <laughs> and that couch is a nice couch but yeah that's actually not the best couch in the world nah, it's a couch it's a couch I'm, i'd probably it's, it's comfortable i'm, good, I'm fine on the floor yeah you'd be all right um but you know, going back to like life and this and and the rat race and all that sort of stuff, it's like, well, if I want nice, not necessarily nicer things, I, I could give a shit about things. I agree. I, I care about time, and but I trade so much time to make paper to try to um, create enough passive money so now I can get more time. Well, back. yeah, you're trying to to sway the pen pendulum, right? Right. You, this is the fucking amount of time you put in to get this most paper. Right. You want to have that paper here so you can spend less time accumulating more of this paper. Exactly. Yeah. But then I was just talking, I went out to breakfast yesterday with my family and I was just talking to them about this. I was like, in that pursuit, I'm making it so important, but it is not the most important thing in the world to me. The most important thing in the world to me is spending time with my family, spending, doing what we're doing, having, you know, just interacting, you know, as two human beings, two friends, enjoying each other's company. You know, spending time with with Skylar, being able to to you know, really appreciate the valuable time with those that are in my life. But instead, I spend the majority of the time going out and making paper. And when I'm on my deathbed and I'm reflecting upon my life, am I ever sitting there saying to myself, "Man, look how much freaking money that I have"? Nobody says that. Nobody fucking says Nobody that. Nobody says that. And yet, we still trade. All that precious time. Because we don't live like our last day is tomorrow. But it can be. It absolutely can be for a lot of us. And it is and for it a is. lot of us. For but sure, man. Could be for me. Could be for you. Like The rest but, of the day is not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, the only moment that's guaranteed. I could drop dead during this podcast. For sure. Yeah. Good thing you're with a professional rescuer. I'd save your life. Oh, just don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, real quick, bourbon and blunts. So every week we will be talking about a strain of the week. Yep. Or a strain of the month. Strain of the month. Yeah, and yeah. we will be drinking bourbon on the podcast, but it is early in the morning right now. So yeah, yeah. it's about 930 uh, as we're recording this and I'm not sitting here drinking alcohol. Yeah. Right but at some point we'll be doing it at night. And uh, drinking some bourbon. Yeah. Some good We bourbon. could do blo- uh, Bloody Marys and Blunts, because I enjoy Bloody Marys for breakfast. I've never had one. You're, you're from Russia, aren't you? Uh, I've never had a Bloody Mary. Yeah. Although I drink real blood. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, if you were from Russia, it probably makes sense, because it's vodka. Vodka. Yeah. I like vodka. Although they do have other ones. They have like... Uh, the Ruskis. Yeah, they have uh, Bloody Marias and all that sort of shit. It's tequila. Bloody Ma- I don't like tequila. I'm not a fan of tequila. I will either. never drink tequila again. That's when I hurt my back. Ah, bad, bad experience. Very bad. So, like, you know, Jeff, in your life, you're older than me. And ha- have you experienced the same thing? I mean, you've gone through some other, like, different times in our country's history that have led you to this point. Yeah. I mean, what would you say to your younger self as it relates to your quality of life and your well-being? I mean, there's a couple of different routes I would take. Um, like to change, you asked me like what I would change. Yeah. Just like, what would you say to your younger self knowing what you know now? Um, pay off your bills okay. like right away, like right away. Don't use a debit card ever, mm. ever, ever, ever. You take one credit card, use one credit card, buy something with it, pay it off immediately. Get your credit way, way, way up there. Mm-hmm. Don't get in debt ever because it's, it'll ruin you. It can. It'll keep you in the system. Yeah. It'll keep you in the system forever. And you won't be able to buy anything. You won't be able to do anything. And if you do, you're going to get... The interest rate on what you do is going to be insane. Right. So I would do that. Because I I would always... I was always that guy. If I want something, I'm going to buy it. If I want something, I'm going to buy it. Right? So I would get credit cards and I would go into debt and buy whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. And just to pause you there for a second, Why? Why would you, why did you do that? Because I said to myself, you only live once. Uh, okay. So if I just want something, I'm going to go get right. it. Right? Do you feel like you were trying to fill a void? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your life. I've always been looking for something, and I still don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I don't, I th- That's why I moved around. I've, I've lived all over. Yeah. Like, I probably had 25 addresses because I'm searching, constantly searching, in-state, out-of-state, in-state, out-of-state, yeah. in-state, out-of-state. But, I mean, is that even necessarily a bad thing, too, because... Well, no, I want to keep moving. I want to experience new things. Exactly. But I still feel like I was always searching for a home. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. So just somewhere I felt comfortable. Right. And you feel like this isn't really home. Um, No, it, this will be... This is home. Yeah. But it's not where I want to live. Okay. I don't need to... Like, I'll Jersey will always be home. Right. But I don't need to be here anymore. So, I'm only here. You know why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, so, so pay off your bills. Pay off your bills. How, how would you? How would you live? What would your your housing situation be? I would buy a house as early as possible. Okay. As early as possible, especially back then, right? If I can, if I can do it over back then. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't work. I would join the military. Oh, okay. I would go in. I always wanted to do it over and join the air force. All right. And be a fighter pilot and just whatever. If I die, I die. And if I don't, I can retire in 20 years. So by the time, if I join at 18, 
I'll be retired before I'm 40. Yeah, you'd be retired now. I'd be retired now. And yeah. that, it, I have a friend who joined the Army when he turned 20, and he's retired, and he travels every, all the time. Yeah. And he gets good money from the government. Yeah. And, like, that's what I would do differently. I would join the Air Force right away. If I make it, I make it. Right, because there's actually, so right there, that's kind of a path to where you, if you went full term, you could retire at a, ver- at a very young in 20 age. 20 years. Right, you could retire at a young age. Before you're 40. Exactly, and have a pension, all that sort of like stuff. Like, looking back, like, that would be ideal. Right. Right, imagine retiring at 40. Yeah, well, and then then you have all this time. But you have income. Exactly. You're tra- that's where you trade your time for, for money. You're not, you're not, that's passive income. Right. At that point, at after that you point. retire... The government is just sending you money because of what you did, right? So and then, that, and then technically, you have a whole. You could have a whole second career. You could you have a. To. You could. I'm sure you do because you're going to get bored, right? Because you're not making millions from the government, no, but no. you're you're making enough to live, right? So then, anything else that you make is gravy. You could start a YouTube channel. You can, you know, do a podcast, whatever, right. whatever you want to do, right? But so, you're doing something that you're going to enjoy, yeah. Not something you're stuck doing, yeah. And then, too, you know, to your point, you, you're, you know, with the military, it's like you're traveling around, all that sort of stuff. Travel wherever you want. Yeah. And not only can you travel because you have free time, but you're going to get discounts because you're a vet. Right. You're going to get health insurance because you're a vet. Right. You're going to get funding for homes because you're a vet. There are so many benefits to it. Yeah. Yeah, although, you know, our I was just listening to uh, uh, a podcast talking about the, uh, the Department of Defense and how did you hear hear about this? Mm-mm. All right, so this just popped in my head because you were talking about the military. The Department of Defense fil- failed like it's like fifth audit. <laughs> basically, like basically, they can't account for at this point almost you know a trillion plus dollars. That's not surprising. D- not surprising. Yeah. No clue where the fuck it goes, right? No clue where it's at. Yeah. And yet we still have boots on the ground guys blowing their brains out. Suffering, barely, you know, making making ends meet. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, where do you where do you put all those trillions of dollars? Like, how do you lose? It, that it's money? not lost. It's in somebody's pockets. No, oh, that's that. It's that, in their pockets. Potentially, yeah. It, and it's you know, shit rolls downhill, so right. it starts like like business in the real yeah. world. Not that military is not real world, but it's just a different business. It's right. still a business. It's still a business, right? So the yeah. money is getting put. Somewhere else at the top, yeah, and just going to yeah. bribes. Don't if you don't think bribes are happening and people it, are getting paid off. It's it's funny you say this. I had a I had a friend who was an investigator for the Department of Defense, and uh, it's when I was doing personal training. So he was one of my clients, and basically, he was investigating this case where a U.S. company was supposedly providing chicken to our soldiers in Afghanistan. But in the process, I don't know if it was like an Afghan company that they were working with, but in the process, that company was basically trading Afghan chickens for U.S. chickens and feeding the Afghan chickens to the American soldiers, and there was a ton of soldiers getting sick. Wow. Because obviously the quality and, and, and how things are processed aren't the same. So there's this whole freaking investigation, all that sort of shit. And basically what he told me at the end of the day, he's like, the U.S. government is completely incompetent. He's like, we spend so much money on on stuff and have no clue where it goes. It's it's incredible. And the, yeah. the fraction of things that we actually can 
recover. Like, you know, basically they were, he was at the process of closing this case. So they were going to be able to recover billions. He said billions of dollars they're going to be able to recover. But he's like, there's so much money that we can't recover, man. We have no clue where it goes. He's like, and the, the government's so compartmentalized. One hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. He's like, it's so inefficient. It's not surprising. No, it's not surprising. No. So, but, you know, back to, uh, back to you, you would have been career military. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'd be retired and traveling right now. Yeah. But isn't it crazy, like, when you're young, you have the perspective of an, you know, a gnat. Of an idiot. Of an idiot. Of an idiot. Right? But you, you think, think you know, you know everything. So you don't know shit. You yeah, don't know You think shit. you know everything. And you have this tiny-ass perspective, and, you know, you, you go down a path, and it's like you learn all these things, you know, make a lot of mistakes, which is great. It, and it's it, just like, <sighs> shit, man, if I could do it all over again. Yeah, and I was recruited many times, because I would, uh, even in Florida, when I was in Florida, I would go to... um I worked for a certain company and we would go around and we would host things. And I used to go to the beach all the time in Cocoa Beach and there would be like obstacle courses set up. Okay. So, and they were held by the military, but anybody could do the obstacle course. But what it was, it was just to see, they're looking for athletic people Mm -hmm. and then they're going to try and recruit you. Okay. So I would do the obstacle course all the time because I loved it. I loved that shit. Okay. And I would kill it. And then they try and recruit me and then I'd be like, no, no. And you know, a buddy of mine, we actually went to the Coast Guard one day. Ah, okay. We drove down to the Coast Guard office, and this is how stupid you are as a kid. <laughs> this is how dumb you are. Like, I wanted to do this, and right. I was set to go there and sign up, join the Coast Guard. I was probably in my early 30s, and we drove down to the office, and the Coast Guard sat us in an office and played a um, a video. Okay. like I guess like an introduct- introductory video. Right. And this is how dumb... I was as a young adult because I was in my 30s or late 20s probably. Okay. And we watched the video and we're looking at the video and it was nothing but nerds. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I didn't join the Coast Guard. Really? That's my thought process Uh, back then. Of course, I'm an idiot, right? Like I would never think that now. Right. But back then I thought I was too cool. For the Coast Guard, when in reality, it would have been probably the best decision of my life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Is that what you were saying to yourself? Yeah, oh, it's a bunch of nerds. Look at these it. idiots. Like, it, oh, man. That's how I dumb know, I was I know, I know. as a young adult. Like, yeah. thinking that I was, one, better than anyone. Right. Two, cooler than anyone. Right. And that these guys weren't putting their lives on the line while I'm here fucking making fun of them. Like an, <laughs> like an idiot. Like, right, right. And not wanting to join because they didn't look cool. Right. Right? Like... Come on. I know. That's how dumb we are. That's how dumb I was uh, as, yeah. a, as a young adult. Yeah, there's no doubt, man. Yeah, I wasn't that dumb myself, but yeah. very narrow-minded. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that, ever, because I, w- I was dead set on joining the Coast Guard that right. day, and then I didn't because I didn't like the video. <sighs> Stupid, man. I had, uh, there was a couple people in my life, my neighbor retired Coast Guard. Uh, he's, he told me some cool things that he would do. Yeah, it would be awesome. Dude, he, he said one of his jobs was to uh, they would raid drug boats. Yeah, dude, I boats in water. <laughs> I'm in heaven, I, and that's that's what I'm he in, did. I'm in heaven. He said he was on one of those boats where they basically would you know try to find drug cartels that's running running <sighs> drug boats. Could you and that's one of his Damn jobs, it, man. Another um, one of my former when I was doing personal training again, another one of my clients, her husband was a uh, pilot. Helicopter pilot in the Coast Guard. His job was basically to fly around, look for again drug boats, yeah. and they would freaking shoot the engines out of the drug boats. That's awesome. From the helicopter. That's awesome. That's his, that was his job. Yeah. 
So, yeah, man, you've kind of missed out. And I feel like, I'm, you know. Yeah, I mean, again, like I, my dream would have been to fly jets in the Air Force. Yeah. But even later in life, I was still thinking about it because I drove to the Coast Guard. Yeah. To So it's always been a thought, but I never pulled the trigger. Yeah. And and isn't it crazy, dude? Like, so you look back and you're like, oh, man, there's, so, there's different things that I would have done. You know, and of course, like you appreciate your life now and all this sort of yeah. stuff. It's not that, it's, that there's this unappreciation for life, but it's just like, man, I, you do so many things differently, and yet you still have the power to live, a, make different decisions to live a different life. Now, you're not going to be a, a pilot. No, when I was ready to finally make the decision, I was too old. Right. Right. Because there is an age limit. For sure. So I, when I was finally ready to commit, right. it was already too late. But you're, you're, you still can make different decisions. Yeah. And, and yet, how many people still don't make those different decisions knowing that they can live a different life or um, create a different trajectory for the path that they're on. But so many times it, it goes back to, well, you know, like I have good benefits and I have a good pension. I have Because this it's, that. Com- it's convenient. Right. And we build yeah. a fucking prison yeah, yeah. around ourselves. Yeah. And you can't get out of it. And you can't. Because they, they're semi-comfortable, right? Yep. If they're just paying their bills and say they're in a good relationship, they're happy, they'll be content just staying there. But are they? Are, are, and again, I, I'm, I'm. They could be very happy for sure, and it could be great for them, right? And I like I, I can guarantee there's a lot of people saying like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah. you know, I'm I'm definitely getting out of education within the next couple of years. And doing something completely different. A simple life, it sounds good to me. For sure. And I, here's what I can say. We were talking about living in a tent. I lived in a tent for six months Yeah. in the wintertime. No freaking electricity, no heat. I had a wood-burning stove in there. And I will say this. It was the best I ever felt as a man. Huh. The, the best I ever felt. It felt like pure freedom. That's why I love camping so much. You know, with our with camper. Dude, we've been all over the country. It feels like ultimate freedom. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's And it's... A simple kind of life. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I couldn't do that. I can't do I this. I could. Fuck yeah, man. It's, it was great. Yeah, simple life sounds good. It was great. Um, you know, but then the other side of it, you, ha- you have to have a partner that's willing to... To do it with you. To do that with yeah. you. But, you're, you know, you're in a situation, man. You're a single guy. And uh, you have a lot of more, a lot more freedom right now. I can now. do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. If we could just get rid of the... Uh, I'm the, tethered here right now. If we can get rid of your three hairy ones. My three fur balls. <laughs> I'm tethered in Jersey because of my fur balls. Yeah. And I won't leave them. I won't I understand. Them. So understand. I'm in Jersey until they are no longer present. Yeah. And which hopefully have, is a few years. Yeah, I hope so too, man. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just so interesting how we say we want to live a different life and yet so many times not willing to pull a trigger and make a decision. Also, but, some people don't do it because they're scared. But on the other side of that fear... I feel as though there is tremendous growth. Because think about like how many times in one's life have you been scared? Well, yeah. To make a decision or do this and that, right? But you feel like you have so much more to lose at this point yeah. that you're not willing to take that risk or that chance. But imagine if you did. So I just found this quote the other day about fear. It says, the fears you don't face become your limits. Well, that's a good point. The fears you don't face become your limits, yeah. right? And, you know... How many people are, are scared to pull the trigger on something because, like, well, you know, I have a great pension. Well, you know, I have great insurance. Well, you know, my kids go here. Well, you know, this and that. But it's like you have one chance. This is one life. We're not living forever. The well, old, you have one chance in this life, but this you life. have many chances to take a risk. For sure. But one chance in this life to live a life worth living. 
And so, but many- that's different for everybody though too. Like I don't want to take away if somebody that's enjoying a simple life, I if that's what they want to do, I understand. Then that, more I, power to them. But we're not talking about that audience, yeah. right? We're talking about the, the people that are scared to take a risk. And and there's been times where you know you and I are in that boat. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And in some type of way, like I just took a risk last year. <laughs> and I, I took a big L. Yes, you did. <laughs> but you know what, man? Like, you, you had a good attitude about it. And I told you, it's risky. I said, it might might go south. Yeah, oh, it went south. <laughs> <laughs> and it went south. For those who don't know, I got scammed out of a ton of money. Yeah. But I took the risk. You want to divulge how much? Uh, it was around 50K. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell that story? I mean, we told it before. You haven't released that. You don't yeah. have. We did a podcast on it that yeah. I never, I never put out. Yeah. Um, because it's very personal, and at some point, I will probably tell the whole story. Yeah. But I was scammed out of fifty k, and I knew the risk. Yeah. I knew the risk going in. I even talked about. It. I was like, "This is risky." It was three separate transactions. Yeah. And each one was different, but each one was a risk. Yeah. But if it, if one of them paid off. I would have been sitting nice, yeah. but none of them paid off. <laughs> and it just happened to all happen at the same time. Yeah. Like it all went south in the same month. Yeah. I think it was the same week, actually. <laughs> man, <laughs> I got hit hard, man. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. You're going to bounce back. Yeah, it is what it You're is. You're already bouncing I, back. Here, yeah. Man. I took the risk and whatever. But yeah, well, I'll tell that story one day. Yeah, we'll share that yeah. down the road. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, you talked about the idea of comfort. You know, and, and we all get so comfortable in our in our own lives. But the the, the quote of you know comfort kills, and, and it really does. Or complacency kills. And I've I've reflected upon this in my life how many times where I've been comfortable or complacent. And as I reflect upon that period of my my life, I wasn't growing as a as a human being. I wasn't getting better. You know, I, and and here's a, a perfect example. I graduate with my undergrad, and I thought my I never forget this dude. Graduation day, I'm sitting there like, oh, fuck, yeah. My education is done. Education's over. And after a couple years, you know, I had my full-time job. I had, you know, I had my home, all this sort of stuff. I'm just like, this is it? Like, I just don't feel good anymore. I don't feel like I'm growing as a human being. And that's when, you know, I started making certain changes in my life. You know, I started incorporating different things in my life to help me grow. And I mean, it's silly as this may sound like reading books like i love to read and reading helped help me grow just because i can tap into and access other people and their thoughts and ideas and opinions and it stimulates my brain so i feel a little bit better or taking risks like starting a business you know and and how uncomfortable that is and was but you know it's it's worked out there's some things that haven't worked out but you know what at least taking the chance taking the risk and growing from it well yeah i mean we if you if people want to grow, they will take a risk because you have to at some point. You can't play it safe. No, not all the time. Some things you can, but not all the time. Yeah. At some point, you're gonna you're gonna come up upon something, and you're gonna say to yourself, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that." But if I do do it, that might be fantastic. Right. But we always worry about the negative of it. Yeah, because right? people always, are are pessimists. Yeah, we always think about like, what if, what if, what if. What if what if it, what if what it, if it works, works? Right. What if it works? Right, and exactly. it doesn't matter if you try it ten different times and fail nine times. It only needs to work once. Exactly. Right. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. Just don't do it. Don't repeat the same don't, thing yeah, over again. Don't keep again. doing the same exactly. But if it works one time, yeah, then it could change your life for sure, man. For sure. And that's yeah. why I'm excited about the future, dude. What's what's the most thing? What's what? So in your life right now, you've experienced all this stuff. There's been a lot of ups and downs. 
you're you're 50 years old. You're going to live probably another 10 years. <laughs> if I'm lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah. You're probably going to go to 100 knowing you. Probably cuz yeah. I'm stubborn. You're stubborn. How do you want to live that life? What do you what do you see yourself? Based off the decisions you're making now and the trajectory you're on. Where where do you see yourself with the rest the other half of your life? Let's Poor say. and in a tent somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> with the decisions I just made, <laughs> don't make those decisions yeah. again. I learned from make, learn from your goddamn decisions. Yeah. yeah, don't do it again. Which yeah. I never would, but I took the risk. Yeah, but no, I want to. I just want to travel. Yeah, that's it. We've talked about I, you getting a camper. I want a camper and I want to travel the U.S. Every state. I want to hit every state in the U.S. Okay. And look, if I'm I'm single right now, so hit me up. You know. <laughs> I don't think you're having a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm single, but um, if I find somebody, yeah. great. If I don't, I am at a place in my life where I am perfectly happy alone. Okay. Like no issues being alone. Right. At all. Zero. And, and as a matter of fact, you know, somebody that comes into my life, if they want to be a part of my life, they have to add to my life. Mm. Not take away, like, my peace. Yeah. Because that's what it's about. It's not about money. It's not about spending time with somebody. It's about my peace. And what does that look like to you? Don't bring drama into my life. It's very simple. I'm a very simple dude. I don't need much. I'm not materialistic. I wear sweatpants and t-shirts all day. Like, just bring, let me have my peace. If yeah. I want time to myself, I'm not going out cheating on you. Yeah. I just like to be alone. Yeah. You know, I like to make YouTube videos and podcasts and watch a film. I go to the movies by myself because it brings me peace. Hmm. I like quiet. I like peace. Don't bring me drama. Don't ask me to go to concerts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like loud, loud yeah, rooms. I, I, I've asked you to go to concerts. Yeah, I don't like loud, you, loud rooms. I like quiet. Are you autistic? Maybe. Yeah, you could be. A I don't like loud things. Like, it bothers the hell out of me. Yeah. Because I'm a people watcher. Okay. I watch if I go out and I'm at a bar or something, which is rare these days, but I'm watching the exits, I'm watching the doors, I'm watching who I gotta lay the fuck out if something goes down. Like I'm always watching and paying attention to everything. Like if there was a concert going on, that would be difficult to do. I got you. I had a uh, experience at a concert. I had an edible, and it was when I was, I first was consuming marijuana. So I, it's like alcohol, right? Like you don't know. You're Especially edibles, you don't know. Oh yeah, but yeah. but with alcohol, like when you're just we, you just started. You drink. don't know your limit. You don't know your limit, yeah. right? And I had zero clue, right? So uh, my edibles are strong. My buddy had this gummy bear. I mean, this fucking thing was like probably two and a half inches long, and it was two hundred and fifty milligrams. This whole thing. Yeah. Now I had again zero clue what that even meant. So um, uh, the girls they they had an ear. They each had an ear. Okay. Jared and I, we we split the gummy bear. So basically, we had 100 milligrams probably a piece. That's a lot, dude. And I was new. You, dude, were, you were probably drooling. I was in outer space. <laughs> First off, I thought I was going to shit my pants. There you go. It felt like I was going to shit That's my awesome. pants. That's awesome. It wasn't awesome. At a concert, that would be Right. It wasn't awesome because it literally felt like I was. So I kept like checking myself oh to my see God. if I really was. And how were you checking yourself? I was like, okay, nothing feels wet. <laughs> and all I wanted is... to do was go to sleep. That's all. I, and we didn't even go into the concert yet. No, I was like, oh, it was bad. I just, I literally had to use the chair to like, like a walk walker. 
This is why I don't mess with edibles, oh, dude. Oh, man. It you was... know the last edible I ate. Oh, I know. You're it's sure. the one you gave That's me. That's right. He gave me a, a cupcake. <laughs> he gave me a cupcake. And I only had half the cupcake. And after an hour, I felt fine. <laughs> Big mistake you just made. Yeah. <laughs> after an hour, I felt fine. Right? So then I was like, fuck it. Let me eat the rest of it. Of course. Yeah. So then I ate the whole cupcake. Yep. And then I took a nap. Yep. I took a two-hour nap. You woke up. I woke up. I walked. I'll never forget it. I walked right into the kitchen. <laughs> I, I had a bowl of cereal. And as I'm sitting there pouring the milk in, I just thought to myself, where the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I feel anything? Drool started coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I was drooling. I literally was drooling on my couch uh. for like 24 hours. <laughs> Literally for the yeah, next day. The next day. The, till yeah. the next day. I went to, I laid on the couch that night, and for the next literally 24 hours, I yeah. could not get off that couch. <laughs> I didn't need a pillow. I didn't need a blanket. <laughs> I was just laying there like, uh, like <laughs> I was so high. I know. That's the worst. It, it was terrible. But I it, haven't had an edible since then. Yeah, but it's nice you're in a, the comfort of your own Thank home. Thank God I was home. Right. I was at a damn concert, yeah. and I remember sitting myself you know, sitting there thinking to myself as I'm like looking at this plane, taking like blinking my eyes, thinking I'm taking uh, pictures as in like I thought I was in Time magazine and I was a photographer and I'm sitting there blinking my eyes as if I am taking pictures in Time magazine. And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, man, if something went down right now, I would be completely useless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Useless. And yeah, scared that's, the hell out that's of how I felt. Yeah. Like if there was a zombie apocalypse C- that day, do shit. Nope, I'm getting eaten. And I would probably enjoy. It. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> take me. Hey, what's take up, man? Me. How are you? You want some of this edible? <laughs> yeah, never again, man. No, never again. So edibles. Um, let us know in the comments. Start out with just ten milligrams. Buy little gummy bears, right? And just that, that are ten milligrams a piece, yeah. and, and just start there, yeah. or even five if you're new. Five milligrams. The only yes. edible I've had since then is been the cookies. Oh man, your neighbor makes my neighbor makes fantastic. Yeah, they're really good, Shout and they're not very strong. No, they're great. They taste fantastic. They taste good too. Shout out to uh, to your neighbor. To the neighbor. Highly Shout recommend. out to my my vampire neighbor. That's right. She still has a doormat. It says she, "Come she in likes, for a bite." Yeah. Right? She's, she's a vampire. A I think so. Okay, something like that. I think that's what it says. Yeah. But yeah, she brings edibles as a gift. So that's cool. But um, we've been going now for about 42 minutes. Yeah. The first video on the new YouTube channel. Yep. Bourbon and Blunts. Uh, Bourbon and Blunts. And um, we're going to be doing this podcast twice a week. Yep. Um, video will, the look will change at some point. Yeah, we'll get better and better. But you can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, um, Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, yep. and um, YouTube now. Apparently, yeah, we're gonna be on YouTube. So, but anyways, that was a little plim- preliminary YouTube plim Pre- a plim preliminary 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 plim preliminary preliminary <laughs> plim YouTube video, um, and uh, we'll bring bring it to you every week. Also, yeah. just to uh, just for our audience as well, this is not our obviously this is not our main thing. So you know, bear with us sometimes as uh, you know our consistency gets better and better. Just yeah, because we have a million other things in our life that are take take precedence. Yeah, this is for fun right now. Yeah, but um, yeah, we we will get to a point where it's consistent. Yes, and we've been fairly consistent, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, go check us out. 
You can find uh, Jeff over there on uh, Digital Slang, digital underscore slang on Twitter, and go check him out on YouTube. Highly recommend his YouTube channel, especially if you're interested in tech. And uh, I have no other things. I am on Twitter, although I just fucking, I just hate using social media, but you can find me on Twitter at Jimmy underscore the underscore J. That's it, guys. We'll be back soon. Yeah, thank you so much. Peace. Bye.